Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan. I'm the Principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts, a dance school on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. And joining me is my fabulous co-host, Jane Hilston. Jane is the Managing Director of Dragonfly Marketing. How's it going, Jane? So well, thanks, Stace. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. I'm, I'm high as a kite, truthfully. <laughs> high on life, I should clarify. <laughs> but that's awesome. And that's exactly what we're going to discuss today. Not being high, but, but why you're high. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, we have been taking a little bit of time to look at our statistics and analytics um, mm-hmm. just before we get stuck into it, Jane. And we just wanted to give a shout out to Chile and to Venezuela. And Japan. And Japan. All these fabulous places that are really digging Miss Bossy Boots. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We were so thrilled. Yeah. And really enlightened to see that there are people all over the world. Yes. Big shout out to Boise, Idaho. Yes. Where we're really big in the United States. Yes. There was there was a few states in the, in the United States. We were really surprised. Thanks. And Hello to you all. In fact, there were several international countries that that really surprised us there. And I think we had both assumed and wrongly assumed, as it turns out, that Port Macquarie would have been our kind of base level of followers, but but it wasn't. I think there's more people in Japan that have listened to our (laughs) podcast than in in Port Macquarie. We have a lot from Sydney. So hello, Sydney, Queensland, Melbourne. It's great. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you if you want to shout out to us on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Miss Bossy Boots Tell us podcast. where you're listening and tell us who you are and mm. what you get out of listening to our podcast, our ramblings. Yes. Yeah. Definitely drop by and say hello. So a bit of an explanation as to why I'm feeling so excited. Apart from mm. the fact that in our last episode, I was pretty flat. Like I think just, we both were, oh, weren't we, Stace? Just we were having both, a time. Yeah. Since then... Um, we've done our big uh, yearly production and straight after that I jumped on a plane and headed to New York City. Mm. And Jane, you asked me off air, why New York? (laughs) Why not New York? When is New York a bad idea? Yeah, well, that's right. (laughs) And I I don't think I needed that bit explained, but this is not the first time that you've been to New York. So this is what, the fourth? Sixth. Sixth time that you've been to New York. So, yeah. and, and I get it. I've been to New York twice myself. I, I would go back every year if I had the chance, which yeah. is obviously what you're doing. Um, however, you do a lot of show watching. I do. So New York is obviously the hub for, it's, it's Broadway. It's the hub for musical theatre in the world, especially mm. big American musical theatre, which is musical theatre I love with big show tunes and big mm. dance numbers and tap shoes and jazz hands and all those fabulous things. Mm. So in order for me to be inspired and for me to continue to inspire my students, mm. I try where I can to build up as many frequent flyer points as I can throughout a year. Nice. Use those frequent flyer points to get my butt on a plane. Yes. And then, yeah, head to New York for a couple of days. And it, it's a long way to go for a couple of days. But but you went for more than a couple of days. You Five days? I was there for five days. Five yeah. days, yeah. yeah. And But once you turn around, it's yeah, taking yeah. two days to get there and two days to get back. You're like, oh, holy. Massive, <laughs> massive effort. But as you said, look, in Australia, you know, for those of you who aren't based in Australia, in Australia we are quite isolated from the rest of the world and this is not a poor me. It's like an actual fact. It yeah. really does take us at least 10 hours to get anywhere, anywhere. international apart from <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah. So it's a big effort when we choose to go overseas. It's not like Europe where you just hop on an overnighter and can go for a long weekend in New York. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? So for you to make that effort is outstanding, I think. But, you know, what we were talking about beforehand was that it's a place that not only adds to your inspiration for you then to come back and kind of share within your tribe and it's, and use to inspire your tribe. Yeah. 
but it's something that you obviously get so much out of personally. Yeah. You know, we we don't reward ourselves enough. So I just think that's so awesome that you do that for yourself. Cool. You know, yes, it ticks the work boxes and yeah. the tax deductible boxes. But, Absolutely. But the other thing, and, you know, hashtag business hack in terms of the frequent flyers, like is that something that you structured through your business? Do you kind Absolutely. of... Absolutely. Yeah. It's very strategic. Mm. And it's only been in the last maybe five years. I've been running my business for seven years. The first two years, it was just like, goodness gracious, just fly by the seat of my pants. But yes. then I became very strategic about mm. how I was going to pay for things mm. and which credit card to get and yes. which credit card will get me to New York and which airline to get Ooh. the points with to get to the destination and faster. and So was it based around trips to New York or was it just based on I just want frequent flyers and that gives me choice? Oh, based on trips to New York, to New York. for me because that's yes. specifically where I want to go. Yes. And it would be different or different airlines depending on different places in the world. Yeah. But when you can structure the payments that you have that are regular, that are always coming out, the phone bill, the energy bill, the rent, which I can't do, but I, I know I have friends who do, yes. are able to structure yeah, it that way, that. Yeah, that can, can, you know, get the most out of mm. those payments and finding, you know, sitting down and setting up a system where you might be paying with the credit card, but you don't want to be paying interest and you don't want to be ever to get behind on that. So That's it's right. a matter of being really disciplined in, okay, if that money is coming out, then it's, you know, being backed up and, and paid off and to make sure you don't get yourself into trouble, but then you get the frequent fly. Points bonus on Points top. Bonus. And I think there's a tipping point, isn't there, in terms of the interest rate. So because there's obviously a payment, you know, when you pay by credit card with some things, you ex- you pay another 2% or 3% or whatever. Yeah. And I think there's a tipping point at about the 1.5 or something where if you're paying more than 1.5% in fees, it becomes not worth it. Like the dollar for point value or something, someone who who – was a little bit more mathematical than yeah. they looked into it and they were like, okay, but if you're ever going to pay more than 1.5%, yep. don't pay on credit because you may as well just put the dollars on the flight. In saying that though, and this is a completely um, fly by the seat of my pants comment and I will back it up next episode because I'll yes. do some research. Yes. There was an announcement today made by um, the federal government in regards to small business and the oh, amount yeah. that they can charge as a surcharge. On top of, if you're going to pay by credit card, yes, this is the amount that we can charge you that is extra. Let me look into it and get Ooh, back to you. Because okay, so what they'll they'll cap it for small business in terms yeah. of paying. No, they're saying to small businesses you can no longer charge whatever you want. You know how sometimes you go and buy a coffee and or if you go and use FPOS and it's they have a minimum ten dollar spend. Yes. Or if you spend less than ten dollars, they charge you a dollar or fifty or cents or yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, apparently it's being capped. And I thought of it in in my like the first thing I heard because it was just on the radio as I was jumping out of the car this morning. Mm. The first thing I thought was, oh, that's going to be annoying for small businesses who still have to pay the, the extra fees. fees that are associated with credit card payments. Mm. If I'm then not allowed to pass that on to my customer. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other can mm. of fish, and I will get back to you. Can of worms. Mm, mm. Get back to you on it. Can of, yeah, worms. <laughs> can of fish. What? <laughs> I'm it's jet lagged. It's, she's jet lagged. It's Friday. 
Um, okay, so yeah, that that is a business hack, and I'm pretty sure it was Lorraine, wasn't it? That Murphy. was Murphy that was telling us. A, I think she might have done something similar, or Tim Ferriss, or someone. I remember saying that they just put everything through their their credit card to get those frequent flyers, and yeah. it does. And I do I do as much as I can via credit, but again, just keep an eye on those fees because some yep. fees are ridiculous. Oh yeah, well the actual interest. For to get these good mm, credit cards and have the, the good points, you've got to be so careful because the, yes. the interest is like twenty one point six percent or something yeah, ridiculous. It, yeah, yeah, that's true. So there is some discipline. But anyway, so you've got your frequent flyer. I have gets you over to New York. It does for five days. Good on you. Yes, you know, no less with with two children and husband who also managed to book himself into a week's conference mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So big it's shout not... out to the husband though, who you know said, "Yep, absolutely." You can go. And who was, when I would call home, yes. not giving me the guilt trip about being away, Fabulous. but instead, you know, excited for me because of how excited I was. Oh, that's he, awesome. he gets how much I get out of New York. He's yes. seen me in action in New yes. York. So he's like. Yeah. He's happy. Yeah. And he knows you deserve it. Yeah. 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 Good. So that's inspired you. So t- tell us a little bit more about about the trip and what, what is it that you get out of it? Um. First of all, you're surrounded by, for my industry, the most in- incredible people. Mm. So Hello Dolly was playing on Broadway and it was starring Bette Midler and it had an incredible cast of uh, of not just her, she was amazing, but then mm. da- David Hyde Pierce was playing opposite her. And then even the the supporting roles were all done by incredible Broadway people who have all led their own shows at one wow. day or time. Then the ensemble. So the ensemble dancers were, you know, like 50 of the best dancers from around the world just wow. killing it on stage in this show. And that's just one show. And there's like 27 shows on at any time. And that's just on Broadway. If you go off Broadway, yes. then there's another 27 shows. And then there's another 20 shows downtown. And so you're just surrounded by people that are working in the industry that are just incredible. And you're walking down the street and there they are. So we got off the plane at... 4.30 on a Tuesday afternoon, got ourselves into Manhattan by six o'clock. I ran down to the box office to get tickets at Bandstand. And as I was walking back to the hotel, walked past Tina Fey. Hello. No. Yeah. Oh, and you have that wow. moment of like, oh God, I love New York. Yes. This is so great. Yes. Yes. That doesn't happen in, in Port Macquarie very it, much. It, it doesn't. doesn't. No. <laughs> and we're, you know, I love Tina Fey's work. Last week we were sitting in the kitchen not sitting in the kitchen, we don't sit in our kitchen, but we we're in the kitchen and we were, Heath and I were watching the video that she'd done um, for, what was it for? For uh, the rallies that were going on in America and she'd oh, done okay. like a Saturday Night Live piece and we were sitting oh, there yeah. watching it. And then, you know, it was five days later and I walked past her in the street. Jeez. Just it, cool. It pinch yourself moments. Yeah, yeah, yes. Totally. Yes. But because I was rushing back from the box office to quickly have a shower, turn around and get back, I'd been on a plane for 32 hours. I didn't get to say hello or have a selfie or anything, but still just that moment of like, oh, gosh, I love New York. This is so great. And, uh, yeah, and, and you also you, – I think one of those moments too, you think, I don't want to be very un-New Yorky. No, 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 exactly. And go up and go, oh, I'm from Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to kind of be in the New and York cool. zone and cool as everybody else as they just, you know, randomly walk past famous yeah. people. And for those of you who can't see Stace, like she's literally buzzing. Her <laughs> eyes are bright. She has not stopped smiling. So what did you get off the plane 48 hours ago, 24 hours ago? Yeah. A couple of, yeah. So you're still on this this high. And also, uh, that stays for a couple of months. 
For a couple of months. Well, wow. it stays in the sense that musical theatre is so much about the music. So I can go and see these shows and they're incredible and then I download the soundtrack and then I relive it and relive yes. it and relive it and relive it for the months after. And then once I'm reliving it, then I take it into the studio and I get to dance to it with the kids and get to sing to it with the kids and then yes. relive it again. And so, so it's like it doesn't leave me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> repurposed, repurposed content. content. <laughs> Said like a true marketer. marketer. This is how I understand <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what about um, like ideas and inspiration? I mean, you've just given a really perfect example then, like you kind of live it, get the get the CD, come back, listen to it, you know, idea, generate, incubate, I guess, some, some ideas and then take that into the studio and share it. Do you find that you're inspired in terms of your direction for, you know, shows that you put on or the way you teach your kids, the way, you know, and and how does this inspiration manifest? Are you like wildly taking notes while you're there or is it just kind of all in your head or how does that work? It's a bit of both. I like to keep it like a travel journal so that I can notate things that I see in the show that impress me or performances that impress me. And then I like to go back and look at that. So mm. there are people that I saw in 2006 in my first trip to New York who were in the you know back corner, left centre, you know, dancing yeah, around in the background that are now leading shows Wow, 11 years later. And that's really cool to be able to see and go, oh, I remember seeing you in Hairspray a thousand years oh, ago and now they're geez, got starring in things. But it's, it's written down. So I go back and look over those, oh. those travel journals and go, oh, that was really interesting and I wonder who I'll see this time. And so I like to kind of write it down and take note of what's going on. Mm. But in terms of what I bring back, mm. I see so much... You see so much in that short period of time that um, trends start to become apparent. So for me, we just put on Legally Blonde, the musical, and that was a musical I saw on Broadway in 2007. And it's a a classic traditional Broadway musical. It's got two acts. They sing, they dance. The the hero at the end, you know, wins out and it's, you know, big feel good, feel good, big, happy, dancey finale. So good. But the way I staged it was very much the way that I saw it staged originally. And then I went and saw all of these shows a week later and I noticed so many differences in the way people are staging things. So one example I can give you is that at the beginning of a show, traditionally, the house curtain is in. So the big red curtain or the big blue curtain or whatever pink, big pink curtain for Legally Blonde that we had is in. The overture starts, the music starts, the curtain goes up, everybody applauds, the star comes on. At the moment, on Broadway, there is no house curtain. Stages are starting. You walk into the theatre and the, the curtain is up and you can see the set and you can okay. see everything. And in some cases, the musicians are on stage, not in not in the orchestra pit. They're actually on stage. They've got their own part of the stage. They're oh. built into the sets. So the musicians are walking around. They're tuning their instruments. They're sometimes talking to other actors who are also wandering around on stage. Like it just... For me, seeing that this time completely broke that stereotype of, oh, that's how I have to do it. Because I've always thought exactly that's how I have to do it. The curtain is down, the music starts, the house lights go down, the curtain goes up, the star comes on. Mm. But this was so much more immersive in that you walk into the theatre and it's already set in front of you. And you get time to sit in the audience and look at that piece of set or you look at that tree or you look at that chair or you look at that And your person. imagination would start from there yes. because you start thinking, oh, you and know, so, why is that musician there? And what's that piece of set going to, you know, turn out to be? Exactly. So the the whole experience starts earlier. Yes. So that 
me coming back now, I'm like, oh, okay, so I already know what our next show is, but how am I going to stage it in a way that takes on all those things that I learned? And that's just one example of things Mm. like that that I can draw from. How am I going to bring that little bit of Broadway to the next thing that I do in Little Old Port Macquarie? Yeah. And I think that is so important to actually put ourselves into a position, whether it's around people that inspire us or, or a place that inspires us, to actually inspire us to think differently. And it's and it's like you said, which I think is really important, it's not necessarily that you're going to kind of copy that trend and you might copy that trend, which, you know, sounds like a great trend to copy, but it's more the fact that it's broken your existing thinking yes. around this is the way I've got to do it. And yep. you've all of a sudden got this mindset of actually oh, I don't I have do to that. do it that way. I actually don't even have to do the way that it's trending at the moment. Yeah. I can do it any way I like yeah. because I'm. it's my show. Yeah. <laughs> and then how can I be creative about that? Yeah. And thinking, like speaking about surrounding yourself with not just places that inspire you, but people that inspire you. So there's this thing on Broadway where the box office will sell off tickets at certain shows, not all shows, but at certain shows, they will sell off all the tickets they have left for that show that night on Mm. the day. Yes. And they will sell it to the first however many people come to the box office. What's that called? That's where I got my tickets. Broadway Rush. Broadway Rush, yeah. So you can go to the box office and line up. And in the case of this time last week, I lined up at 5 a.m., Wow. For this, for the box office to open at 10 a.m. to get tickets <gasps> to this incredible show, which ended up being totally worth it. But in line at 5 a.m. Were you in really the dark, there for five hours? In yeah. Line? And it went like that, just completely flew. What did you do for five hours? Well, this is the thing. There are the people that are there at 5 a.m. and lined up for five hours are people just like me. Oh. So I got to forge, like form these incredible relationships with these people from, and they weren't all from New York. Some were visiting, some were there studying, some were there because they lived there. A mix of people. You form these relationships with these people that are just like you and that want to talk about the show that they saw last night or want to talk about what what's coming up or who's oh, being cast in that or who's being cast brilliant. in this. Brilliant. And this trip I had an exceptional experience on that 5 a.m. morning where a guy that I met rushing for tickets back in 2010 – I got in touch with him and said, hey, I'm in New York next week. Do you want to rush a show? And he said, yeah, I haven't seen Come From Away. And I said, neither have I. I'm planning on seeing that on the Friday. Let's meet up. And so at 5 a.m., no. we met up together. Haven't seen each other since we rushed for once tickets in 2010. Oh, that's awesome. And we got to spend five hours catching up and talking about Broadway and talking about what we've done. And he's oh, actually a Broadway performer. And so he oh does a lot gosh. of auditions. And wow. Just incredible. And it's through him that I actually hired one of my teachers that came and taught for, for us here in Port Macquarie for two years. And it's only, it's only because you meet these people in line in these times. So that's part of the reason I'm so buzzed as well, because I, finding these like-minded people on the other side of the world. Just, yes. Yeah. Just, but you're and, and, and I think it's important to note too that you grab opportunity by the balls, you know, like you I don't know, it's <laughs> quite a masculine term to use, I guess, but um you do like for to maximise that opportunity and to be so open, as you said, to sit there, you know, because I'm sure there's a lot of people who would just sit there and kind of get on their iPhone for yes. five hours or read a book or whatever. In saying that, though, it's a very different time now. Yes, people are just doing that. Five years ago, yes, people weren't on their iPhone. Because they didn't have it. No, yeah. so you'd sit and talk more yes. Yes. Than, than you do at the moment. But, but yeah. that's awesome and it's such a good story, I think, too, to hear that, that it manifested into you actually hiring someone from a connection that you'd made 
in the rush ticket line. That's, yeah. that's awesome. That's On the other so side good. of the world. Yeah. And another little um, gem I had was last year I didn't go to New York. That's a lie. I did go to New York. But I also went to Phoenix to this incredible conference um, for the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association. And there I was sitting at a table opposite a lady who runs a school and a company in New York. And she had said to me, or actually I'd pretty much said to her, I go to New York all the time. Can I come and see your studio? So I got in touch with her and got to go and spend a day with her students and choreograph on her company while I was there during this trip. Just because, Just because she was like, yeah, if you're in town, what are, awesome. what are you doing Thursday? Nothing. So Jump. what do you mean you choreographed? So like you turned up to one of her classes. So she gave me a heads up before of um, what she needed. So she needed a, you know, three, four minute piece for her um, oh. senior company for their fall performance. Oh. And so I just prepared it before I left, before we did Legally Blonde and then kind of didn't think about it again until we jumped on the plane, got over there. Jumped on the A train on the Thursday morning, went up to 175th Street, jumped on the bus. Were you nervous? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, completely. I did a Facebook Live actually when I was on my way there because I had my Port Macquarie Performing Arts t-shirt on, like walking down the streets of New York, like represent. Oh, (laughs) So yeah, I was really nervous, but you know, they, the kids were great. They wanted to hear me talk in my accent and... And did they love it? Yeah. Yeah. They had a great time. I had a great time. That's great. Great. That's awesome. Super fun. Then I got to see their studio and um, we're actually going to form, because I'm taking the uh, the dancers or my dancers to New York in 2020, we've got that international tour planned. I'm hooking up those dancers that I taught with the dancers that I know that are going on tour and they're going to become pen pals. Oh. And then when we go to New York in 2020, we're all going to take class together at Broadway Dance Centre. Excellent. So, can, can anybody that goes to your school... Daughter, go on that yes, tour. Yes, absolutely. Okay, shall I just pencil some dates in the diary, Stace? <laughs> April 2020, get ready. Okay, right. Blair will be going to New York in 2020. Perfect Excellent. excuse. It could be my third trip. Do the yeah. parents get to come too? Of course. Ah, oh, hello. Parents have to come. I'm not. Ta- I'm not taking care of 20 kids, 80 kids. No, no. In another country. And I think that's too, and that's something that I've watched from afar. The the opportunities that that Stace creates for her children are just so unique. Um, not only, you know, in our competitive environment, but for a regional environment, you know, for regional, to, to take regional kids and you've done t- trips to Disneyland in the past, you know, now to, to New York. Like that's such an amazing opportunity for, for regional kids to, to get on board with um, and very unique, you know, and something that's clearly driven by your passion for travel and, and knowing how much you get out of that experience yeah. and wanting to pass that on to your to your kids. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. It's going to be super fun, 2020. I'm looking forward to it already. Yeah, Like, let's just get there. I'm sure you'll get to New York before then, though. <laughs> next November is the next time I'm there. So yeah. I yes. can't, you know, you come home from a trip yes. and you're planning the next one. Yes. Do you yeah. work like that? That's exactly how, like, I just got oh, off the plane and I was like, okay, so, mm, yeah, 20, yeah, okay, yeah. November 2018, yeah. that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Cancel that in the diary. Yeah. Oh, there's, I think particularly if you are a traveller, there's something that is so energising about that. Um, and, and again, exposing yourself to new situations and different people and people that lift you. Yeah. Um, it's such, it is so energising. It, it's addictive. So yeah. it, it, it is something that you want to keep keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm sure if we did can. it every single week, it wouldn't be as special. But No. It's funny you say that because um, Bjorn was the guy that I was sitting in the rush line with and, and he lives in New York. So I'm going, oh, look at that trash compactor. Look at that. <laughs> like I just, everything excites me when I'm there. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm having a bagel. Oh, this is the best breakfast I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and 
I was saying to him, you know, I was gushing, New York, New York, New York, yeah. gush, gush, gush. And he's like, mm, yeah. yeah. And a lady was walking her dogs past us. And I said, look, these dogs are even happy. Look at them trotting around because they live in New York. And Bjorn was like, no, <laughs> like that's you. <laughs> You're putting your feelings about New York onto those dogs. dogs. The dogs really aren't that excited. I was like, yes, they are. Look how excited they are. That's hilarious. I love it. The dogs are even excited. The dogs are even excited. You needed to Facebook Live the dogs. Then then we could put it out to the Miss Bossy Boots community to judge whether they are genuinely excited about New York City living. Or whether they're just going for a walk. Yeah, my bet's that they'd actually be much happier down on Nobby's Beach in Port Macquarie. Yes, well, that's a, pretty, that's a pretty good place to be. Yeah, that's right. So that's awesome. And I I've, I, I, mean, I feel energised now just by hearing all about your your trip. It's so infectious when somebody is so happy and passionate and, and I guess energised is the word. It really is um, something that passes on to other people really easily. Um, we'd love to hear about any experiences that you guys have had in terms of places or people or situations that energise you, wouldn't Absolutely, we say? Absolutely, for sure. What's yours, Jane, the first thing that comes to mind? Um, oh, look, I'm a big fan of, look, cities. Cities yep. lift me. I I love being hustle in cities. Hustle and bustle. Hustle and bustle. I love the energies of a, energy of a city. Who would have thought for the two of us that we'd both be, be into in places with hustle exactly. and bustle? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. And, and um, our personality types probably do lend themselves to that. But what I love is the diversities, the, the diversity that, that cities offer. Yeah. Um, I love people watching. I love sitting around and wondering, you know, what, what does that person do? Where do they live? What do they, yes. you know, what, where, where are they going? You know, why have they got that? Why have they got, where did they get that coffee? You yep. know, why are their dogs so happy? So I love that. <laughs> I love that people, people watching element. So, so any cities will generally really, really energize me, but I, I, believe in, in, I'm a strong believer in surrounding yourself with people that, that lift you as well. And, and so, you know, there's, there's certain people that, that lift me, um, that I like to, to spend time with as well, because I find that that's so nourishing for the soul and I, and probably not something that I was consciously aware of till probably the last five or so years. And I don't know where I read it first, but I think it's a fairly standard Instagram quote these yeah. days, surround <laughs> the self by the people that lift you or you are the product of the five people that you, you hang around or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it's true. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And I, I find the opposite too. Like if someone's quite negative or morose in, you know, in an opposite situation. Yeah. It's so really I hard to pick yourself up really from that. really hard to, to be around people like that for, for a long time long period of time even yeah. for a short period of time these days you know I'm just like life's too short quick move on yeah I want to be around the happy dogs in New York thanks <laughs> happy dogs trotting down mm. very nice cool well yes please get in touch facebook.com slash miss bossy boots podcast. podcast yes good this is why you do it and I don't get the credit <laughs> we swap we swap roles there for a little while yes yeah please get in touch and let us know uh, the places and people that inspire you the most especially in business and in life Thank you so much, Jane. Thanks, Stace. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much to our listeners that are in places that we didn't expect. Goodbye.